Nerds, this week's episode is brought to you by Jinx. Jinx is the clothing store that allows you to show your nerd pride with honor. Go to Jinx.com and use three angry nerds at checkout to get 15% off your order. Again, that's Jinx.com. Check them out, guys, and on with the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. And as many people have pointed out via emails, the, the, the number doesn't add up to three. But you know what? Doesn't matter. Math is not our strong suit, but what is our strong suit is video game news. Um, if you uh, have any questions about the news that we talk about this week, remember you can always email us at three angry nerds at three angry nerds podcast at gmail.com uh, with three angry gamers in the subject line. Joining me as always this week is. Uh, Jamie. Hello. Dennis. Hello. And Casey. Hey. How are y'all doing today? Um, good. Pretty good. <laughs> it's a little cold where you guys are at, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's chilly here. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect time to play yeah. some video games. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's jump into the news. First and foremost, uh, Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus games got announced for November. I'll go through the Xbox ones first. Uh, Trackmania Turbo, that's uh, from November 1st to the 30th. Uh, Tales of the Borderlands from November 16th to December 15th. Uh, Nights into Dreams is from November 1st to 15th. And then Deadfall Adventures is from November 16th to 30th. Uh, so first off, are you, do any of these games excite you guys? Anything jump out at you here? Uh, Borderlands is good. Yeah, I mean, I already own that on PlayStation, but that's cool that they put it out there. Yeah. Yeah, was, that's my first sort of reaction to was I've already played this on PS4, but it's cool that it's coming finally to, well, at least for free to uh, Xbox owners. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think out of the two like sets of free games this month, PlayStation kind of won out a little bit on this one, but uh, that's the Xbox games. Uh, Casey, actually, before we move on, is there anything that jumped out to you here? Uh, not, I mean, not. I don't really have an Xbox, so not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, the PlayStation Plus games this month are a little... Uh, I, I kind of like some of these games already. Uh, Worms Battlegrounds for PlayStation 4. Bound for PlayStation 4 as well. R-Type Dimensions for PS3, Ragdoll Kung Fu, Fists of Plastic for PS3, Dungeon Punks for PS Vita and PS4, so that is crossed by, uh, Broken Sword 5, The Serpent's Curse, uh, Episodes 1 and 2 for the Vita, and then Until Dawn, Rush of Blood for PS4. 
So this is kind of a unique one because unlike the other ones which kind of go for a month, this is going from November 7th until January 2nd, you can get Rush of Blood for free. Uh, so first off, are you guys excited for any of these games? And secondly, what do you make of this Until Dawn being free for a bit of an extended period? What do you think of this? Uh, I think Until Dawn is probably good if they're trying to sell the, the VR hardware over the holidays. So it's like another free thing to, to throw in that package, um, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I think that's kind of it too, right? It's like, I think it's kind of one of those things where it's going to be like, hey, if you are looking at getting the VR headset, you know, at least you do get this extra free game. Because so I feel mm-hmm. like they're going to try to make a push for VR this uh, holiday season. So makes sense that yeah they're going to try to get um you know some games out there to kind of support it so uh does this push you guys in in you know anywhere closer to getting a psvr are you still on the fence about it uh i'm waiting for a price drop or like a sale or something where it's like a little bit cheaper yeah yeah i'm in the same boat (laughs) as you jamie yeah and uh what, what what game on here are you like most excited for uh, I've heard that Bound is supposed to be pretty good, um, but I don't know too much about it. Like, I just saw some people say that Bound is pretty cool. So it's a I watched it. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. I I, <laughs> I watched the trailer for it. Like, it seems. Um, did you guys ever play Journey? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It okay. kind of reminds okay. me of that more like Journey esque kind of game where there's I don't know. You just kind of like wander through the game which seems cool but i'm not really sure it looks mm. it looks really interesting and the music was cool yeah it does seem very journey-esque it's a gorgeous game too so you can definitely tell where they got their influence from i personally am like really excited for worms battlegrounds just because i'm like i just realized i'm like i haven't played a worms game and like what feels like eon so i'm like just <laughs> excited to get back into that that formula even if it's just playing a couple games with friends like I, I imagine it'll be a lot of fun to play. So, I mean, those games are always pretty much the same, you know, minus some new weapons and mechanics and stuff, but they're all pretty much largely the same, which is not a bad thing in their case, I don't think. So, um, yeah. Uh, let's move on to the BlizzCon. That was the big Blizzard convention that yeah. recently went down. And we got some pretty good news. I don't think any of this was like super surprising stuff, save for maybe the StarCraft 2 news. Uh, but let's start off with Overwatch. There's a new uh, hero announced, Moira. What do you guys uh, make of this new hero? I think she looks cool. Um, it's definitely, like, uh, healers in that game are, are probably the, the group that has the least diversity. Like, it seems like right now everyone just plays uh, with a mercy uh, because it's kind of, she's the best healer for groups right now. Um, but it seems like this hero might cut into that a little bit which is cool and it seems like her utility is going to be interesting for uh for like team fights and and barriers and and stuff like that so i I don't know i'm really curious to see how she affects the meta and uh give her a shot yeah because it looks like she even though yeah she is support like it looks like she can teleport which is i mean going to be pretty helpful for a healer and then also too it looks like she can do a pretty good job of healing groups of enemies uh, right which I know, like, um, there's a few characters that do groups, but I've, I kind of feel like we need one that kind of really does, like, group healing pretty well. So, who knows, maybe she'll she'll do a pretty good job of it. Uh, I just like her design, too. Like, she almost kind of looks like vampire-esque, kind of. Yeah, like a 
wizard, mage, vampire, mystical kind of character. Definitely far cry from like some of the other character designs, which is kind of cool. Yeah, kind of like a nice uh, little look. Like I'm watching a video where like yeah, you just see her kind of like draining life force from enemies and stuff, and it's kind of cool. Like definitely a cool aesthetic. Um, uh, yeah, Dennis, what do you think of this? Mm, she looks cool. Um, her ultimate looks really awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I don't know if she can move during her ultimate. Yeah, I, I think you're think locked so. in once you once you shoot it. Okay. Yeah, kind of like Farah, huh? Yeah, a little vulnerable, but apparently she dishes out so much damage that like it really doesn't matter unless she's getting flanked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks cool. Yeah, looks cool. Just reminds me of the meme you see on Reddit with like the protect but also attack type deal. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like she she protect but she also attack. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a new map for the uh, Overwatch. Oh yeah. You guys hear about that? The uh, the Blizzard World Land Amusement Park looking things. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty stoked for that. It's so cool that, like, they just keep putting new stuff into Overwatch, even though the game is, like, oh my gosh, I think it's almost, like, two years old at this point now, but, like, still just new content just keeps coming out for that, which is awesome. Yeah, I think as well as, like, the Blizzard World map, they they showed a couple new skins that are going to be, like, uh, other Blizzard games uh, characters skins for, for so like uh they had like world of warcraft character skins for uh torbjorn and uh who else was it someone else uh but it looked really cool like i'm excited they're adding those to like normal loot boxes which will be neat yeah so it won't be like this incredibly hard thing to get which is kind of nice yeah uh yeah and what about you casey what do you think of the new hero moira oh she looks cool i okay i haven't played overwatch yet uh, <laughs> but yeah you say she looks she lo- cool. yeah she looks cool for what i saw online but no i definitely i'm a little behind i need to play overwatch yeah it's like it's probably one of the better multiplayer games of this generation by far um yeah uh there's a new expansion for world of warcraft uh, Battle for Azeroth, which looks pretty cool. They got a new. We actually got a like a full cinematic for that, which is pretty cool. And they're also bringing back classic servers for the original WoW. The, the whole thing behind it is they're touting it as this is the original WoW experience coming back for those who want to just kind of play classic WoW. Um, what do you guys make of this news? I'm kind of stoked for the classic servers. Uh, some of my favorite memories from that game were raiding Molten Core, uh, which is the very first raid. Uh, with 40 other people or 39 other people and it was kind of nuts uh, so it'd be cool to like go back and try that again yeah yeah it's pretty cool that they're at least you know acknowledging that you know there's a lot of people that like the sort of classic kind of wow experience like i i played wow like back in the day i haven't played too much of the new stuff so i'm actually kind of thinking i might go back with this classic server thing but uh the new expansion also looks really cool like uh I don't know how much, like, I didn't really look too much into it, because I don't play too much WoW, like, consistently nowadays, but, uh, it's like, do you guys know if there's any, like, other big, uh, changes being done to this, uh, you know, what they're adding to this expansion? So, I, I watched, like, a feature video, and, like, I was trying to get a good idea of, like, what they were adding, and it seems like there's gonna be, obviously, two new, uh, like, capital city kind of areas where you hubs uh for for this new expansion and then 
uh, aside from that, it looked like, you know, not too many new features. They're just kind of improving a lot of things here and there. Uh, and they're bringing some of the, the changes that they had in the last expansion across the entire um, game. So, like, in the last expansion, uh, you could pretty much play it in the zones in whatever order that you wanted. Uh, so you didn't have to, like, start at, you know, this area and then progress in, in a set way. Uh, you could pick, like, the zones that you wanted to level in. And so they're kind of adding that with some restrictions here and there uh, to the entire game. So you can kind of, like, pick and choose the areas that you want to go from the older content, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like as far as like I, I was hoping to see like they were adding a new class or a new race or a new something, but I didn't see too much of that stuff. So it seems like it's going to be smaller uh, changes, but they're going to add a bunch of uh, cool stuff um, gameplay wise. I mean, it's just amazing that the game is, you know, how old as it is. And it's like because it's like almost like, what, 15 plus years old at this point. Like, it's pretty old. Yeah. Like, yeah. It'll be 15 in two years. <laughs> It's just crazy to think, right? Like, this game still just keeps getting expansions and contents, and there's there has to be people out there that have like paid for this game every like month or year since it's come out. So yeah, it, it's crazy that it still gets supported. I mean, I kind of fell off the bandwagon, uh, you know, like two or three years uh, after launch, but uh, I know people who still play it to the same. It's crazy. Um, the Kobolds and Catacombs uh, expansion for Hearthstone got announced. It's sort of riffing on Dungeons and Dragons and sort of like dungeon crawling uh, games. Uh, looks pretty cool. They're adding some new cards and some new, they call them like spell tomes or something like that. So it's this new kind of gameplay mechanic. We don't know too much about it yet, but um, what do you guys think of this so far? I'm always interested to see new cards, so I'll check it out for sure. Yeah. The funny thing is, I didn't even know they announced it until I opened up Hearthstone, and it was like, pre-order the new expansion, or something like that. I'm like, what? There's a new expansion? I went online and looked at it. Oh, yeah. Oh, then do you not know about the new um, single-player mode? It's not an adventure like that we've seen before. It's it's like a roguelike-esque thing. I think the way it works is you start with 10 cards, and then you... I don't know, beat these like bosses that are NPCs and then eventually you get more cards into your deck or something. It, it, apparently it's going to be cool. like, yeah, it's going to be like free and then there's like some sort of a bit of a progression okay. and it doesn't even like matter what cards you own, I think, because okay. I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a whole separate thing apparently they're adding. So it's almost like you start with a deck and then as you go along, you sort of add cards to that deck. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the way they put it. That's kind of pretty cool. I mean, I I always actually was a big fan of the single-player expansions that they did for Hearthstone. Like, they stopped doing them for a while, and I kind of stopped, wondered why they didn't, or why they got rid of them, because it was like, they were a lot of fun. Um, but, I mean, yeah, if there's more single-player content that I can get some good legendaries from, I'm down to play that, so... Um, but I was looking at some of the cards too, and some of them look really cool. It looks like the um, Warlock's actually going to benefit a lot from this expansion too, like a lot of really cool old Warlock cards. Um, kind of wondering how they're going to balance some of these cards, because some of them just look so overpowered at this point. But there's always something, it's just a matter of finding out what, so um, that's pretty cool. Uh, I guess we'll find out more. Blizzard's pretty good at just kind of trickling out the cards for those expansions throughout the uh, months 
you know, uh, leading up to the release. So I'm sure we'll find out more uh, soon. But hey, it's on its way. It looks pretty cool. I like just the art of the cobalt in the mine with all the gold and stuff. Like it's just it's pretty funny little image. Mm -hmm. Um, Starcraft 2 is going kind of free to play. Uh, so the first, uh, Starcraft 2 installment, which was Wings of Liberty, uh, that's going free to play, but then there's the other two expansions that are not free. You'd have to buy those, obviously, but that's pretty cool. If you haven't played Starcraft 2 ever, you can get the first part of it for free. So what do you guys think of this? I'm on board. That sounds good to me. Like, <laughs> to be honest, I haven't even played through the campaign of the first StarCraft, and now that StarCraft 2... Like, I think the campaign was always free, but they made laddering free for StarCraft 2 as well, and then, as you said, the first, uh, I guess it's an expansion. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm stoked. I, I think I might finally start playing through the whole StarCraft campaign, and then StarCraft 2, and then the co-op commander modes are also free, so I might do that with a friend. Yeah, those are pretty cool uh, from what it looks like there. Yeah, you know, uh, StarCraft 2, it's, it's been out for like a decade now. Uh, they're done with all the expansions. Like, I feel like the people who are going to buy it have bought it, so really it going free-to-play is really at no loss to Blizzard at all. Uh, if anything, yeah. you're probably going to get people who maybe, you know, uh, haven't checked it out or what, for whatever reason just want something to play or like free-to-play games, and they'll get kind of caught on board with it, so... I'm also wondering, too, how they're going to handle those expansions because is it going to be that you get that one for free and you have to buy it, sort of like how Telltale does their episodic, episodic content? Or could it be that, hypothetically, you could earn those expansions mm. through some kind of, like, earning some kind of currency in-game? Uh, I don't think they mentioned anything about that, but I'd be kind of curious to see if, like, you could essentially earn your way through getting those other two expansions as well or if it would have to be the case where you have to pay but again, I don't think they mentioned anything about that, and I kind of suspect they wouldn't, anyways. But um, that's still pretty cool. Um, Just watch it be loot boxes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And I'll shoot myself. You get all the different uh, units from the expansion through loot boxes. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Blizzard, don't listen to us, please. That's a bad idea. <laughs> Casey, are you uh, at all excited for this? Okay, so, uh, yeah, I've never played StarCraft, but kind of going off what you said, Curtis, like, I'd be way more likely to play it if it's free. Yeah. So, I guess, yeah, their marketing is working. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? You know, uh, gets people into play. And, you know, that's a, a multiplayer ex experience that, like, if you really want to dig in deep, you can really, uh, you know, learn how to play and get really good at future practice. Also, too, there's, like, the arcade mode in StarCraft 2, which is, I mean, that gets, like, uh, kind of swept under the rug by a lot of people, but that's a lot of fun, too. Like, people just coming up with different little game modes and stuff that you can play. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be vanilla StarCraft, but, I mean, some of those modes are pretty fun to play in, in their own right, too. So, um, that's something that you get out of that as well. And then, yeah, I think some guy's making, like, an MMO <laughs> in, yeah. like, arcade mode or something. It's insane. Yeah. Well, like, I even remember there was, like, uh, there was one that I used to play, and I forget the name of it, but I played it back in the day, which was, like, a tower defense mode, but with the StarCraft units, right? And it's just, like... Oh, that's what I played, yeah. Yeah, I forget the name of it, but, like, it's cool little stuff like that where people just kind of changed up the game a little bit, right? And, you know, uh, I mean, you're going to get that, too. So, hypothetically, you're getting all these other different game modes that people made up on their own, so that's pretty cool. 
Uh, and then the final little bit of uh, BlizzCon news. Heroes of the Storm is getting Hanzo and Alex Traza, uh, as uh, well as some mechanical changes to the game. So Dennis, you're kind of our uh, resident Heroes of the Storm expert. What, what, this, is this all positive changes for the game? I'm not sure. Well, in terms of heroes, it's always good. Um, and then the changes, I haven't looked quite into it, but apparently, from what I heard, they're reworking stealth. Um, okay. And I think stealth heroes would be revealed under like forts and towers and stuff now, which they didn't before. I think they apparently are getting rid of ammo for these uh, towers and forts too, because it used to be, or currently, it's it has a limited number of ammos that slowly regenerate. So yeah. I guess if you have a team that wants to dive a lot, eventually the tower runs out of ammo and then you can more safely dive. But apparently, I think they might be getting rid of that. I don't know if there's anything else, though. Mm. That was for what I've heard. Yeah. I'm just thinking it's kind of funny because playing Overwatch, I know quite a bit about Hanzo and how he plays in that game. And I'm just like, I when I kind of heard about this, I was just thinking in my mind, I'm like, oh, so they're doing Ash from League of Legends, basically. <laughs> mm, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, maybe I should pick up Heroes of the Storm now. I was pretty good with Ash back in the day in League of Legends, so I should give it a try. But uh, Alex uh, Straza, that's uh, the dragon. And I think you could. I I only really know from him, funny enough, from Hearthstone. But uh, Hearthstone, yeah. yeah. Which he's uh, yeah, same. He's kind of one of those annoying uh, characters in that game. If you ever have someone play that card, you're just like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's actually like she. She's the mother of dragons. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. She, her character model in Heroes of the Storm is not actually a dragon. Like, uh, the dragons in World of Warcraft, I think, can also take, like, humanoid forms. Right. We already have a dragon called Chromie, and she just looks like a little girl. Um, but Alex Straza looks like, you know, just some lady. Uh, but I think she has a special trait which actually does allow her to uh, change into her dragon form, which looks really badass. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually looking at the Wikipedia page or Wiki page, and yeah, you see her in a human form. So I guess I could see how, yeah, they could have her turn into a um, dragon form. That probably would be like her mm. ultimate move or something like that, I'd imagine. It's her trait. Oh. So like like, like League of Legends passives in Heroes of the Storm, there's mm. traits, and then sometimes they're passive, sometimes they're not. Like Ragnaros, for example, has a trait where he can take over a friendly fort or a defeated enemy fort, and he basically becomes this giant raid boss for a limited time. So it's just like not quite an ultimate because they also have ultimate abilities on top of that, but it's just a special thing that one hero would get based on you know their lore and whatever so it's pretty neat yeah that's cool i actually am kind of getting like more tempted to hop back into heroes of the storm the last time i hopped on was when they had like those free card packs that they were given out or whatever where like you chose one of the three and you just got like a ton of characters or whatever so that was the last time i booted up that game but i should really get back into it again um also this week was paris games week uh sony had a pretty big showing there uh showed up quite a bit uh the big thing being The Last of Us Part Two, uh, like oh, our new trailer. So yeah, yeah, it looks so oh, cool. I'm so excited! Yeah. <laughs> that trailer was so dark. Oh yeah, it was so brutal. Yeah, and graphically, it just looks amazing. I mean, 
Yeah. Like I was watching that trailer, and you know, uh, at my at work, I have a pretty nice monitor, so I was watching it on the monitor. And I was like, "Wow, this game is gonna just be gorgeous!" And yeah, like everything just popped really well. And yeah, just really disturbing. Really kind of just goes some pretty dark places. But I mean, that's also The Last of Us, so I guess I'm not too surprised. But uh, yeah, overall, it sounds like we're all pretty positive. Casey, mm-hmm. are, are you excited yeah. for The Last of Us? Yeah. First one, so yeah, <laughs> I'm excited for the second one. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I've always been of the mindset like I always thought the first one was just great as is, and it didn't need a sequel. But the more I see of the sequel, I'm like, okay, well, let's see what you do. I mean, didn't I don't think it needs a sequel, but I'm also kind of interested to see what they do. Um, I, um, I'm gonna have to, I forget the name of the developer here, but we got a new game called Ghost of. Tatsushima, I think is probably the right way to say it. I'm probably wrong. Uh, it's like a Sucker Punch. <laughs> no idea. Um, oh, Sucker Punch. Yeah, so they did Sly Cooper. Uh, they did Infamous. Infamous. Uh, yeah. So they have a pretty good pedigree. Um, the trailer looks awesome. And yeah, it's basically sort of like this open world samurai game. Uh, the visuals of it just look fantastic. Um I'm actually, I'm really excited for this one actually. Like, um, it's kind of cool because you know, obviously they did Infamous for quite a few years, and that, those were great games. But it's nice to see them doing their own thing now. It's something a little bit different. Um, mm. Yeah. Did you guys watch the trailer? Yeah, it looks yeah. great. Yeah, the trailer is really cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't get too much of a hint about you know what the actual game will be like, but. Uh, I think it's par for the course uh, for most most of these trailers nowadays. It's basically more of a tone piece, I guess. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely excited to see more of this. Uh, Guacamelee 2 got announced, so sequel to Guacamelee, the sort of Metroidvania uh, game with sort of those, uh, you know, sort of like uh, I guess Day of the Dead kind of imagery, uh, wrestlers kind of deal. Have you guys yep. played the original? Yeah, I did. It's uh, it's very good if you like those types of games, uh, it, Metroidvania games, which I do like. Uh, so I, I played through, I think, twice, actually. I played oh, through wow. the whole game. and Because uh, it came out on PS3, and I played it, and then it, I, they came out like a super hyper turbo edition or something like that on PS4, and I played through it again. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. I'm excited. It's a lot of fun, and you know, uh, I played it on PS4, and I thought it was a lot of fun. It had a really cool, like, co-op mechanic, too, I, if I'm remembering correctly. And, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, get, I actually was, like, really not excited for that game at all. I remember when I first got it, because I think it was, like, a free game for PlayStation Plus one month or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and I played it, and I was like, wow, this is actually, like, really well made. It's very stylish. Uh, it surprised me just how good it was. So I'm excited to see what they do with the sequel. Uh, looks to be, you know, basically kind of more of the same, but obviously they're gonna, there's going to be some new abilities and other stuff that they're going to add. So uh, I'm excited to see more. Uh, how about you, uh, Casey? Have you ever played Guacamelee? I haven't played the first one, but I watched the preview for this one. It, it was really funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, like the whole like Day of the Dead kind of art, it seems really cool. I like that. I like that style of gameplay too. So. Yeah, and what about you, Dennis? Have you ever played Guacamelee? I have not, but it. I. I think I've maybe watched parts of the game through on like a play, let's play or playthrough or something like that. But 
Um, I don't know. I'm not into Metrovania, so I don't know if I'll ever even try these. But it does look cool, and I'm happy because it's um, apparently I think it's the Canadian developers. So Marty, you know, I'm always happy to support <laughs> Canadian developers. So good on them. Yeah, they're uh, drinks. Drinkbox Studios are based out of Toronto, so yeah. Oh. And there you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn: The Frozen Wilds got showed off. That's the expansion for uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which I have not completed, but this expansion has kind of motivated me to kind of get back into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no save. <laughs> yeah. I was watching. I was like, okay, I should probably go and finish this game because I kind of want to get to this expansion. And I'm sure the actual vanilla game is also really good, but I'm just like, I kind of want to get back to it. So, um, what do you guys think of this expansion video? What are your thoughts on it? Looks real cool. Uh, I mean, I'm excited to see the the new enemies and, and play some new areas because uh, that game, I wish that game never ended when I was playing it. So, like, the fact <laughs> they're adding more to it is, is awesome, obviously. Um, yeah. I think it comes out like next week or something, right? Like, yeah, it's really soon. Yeah, so they, I mean, obviously they wanted to show off enough to get you guys excited, but they don't want to, uh, you know, show too much. Yeah, it has a November seventh release date. And it's only like fifteen dollars. It's super cheap. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Bucks, so it's not that expensive. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Marvel Spider Man. Uh, that got a story trailer, kind of giving us a bit more of an idea of the characters that show up in this. Uh, you know, new uh, Spider-Man game. What do you guys uh, make of this? Let's start with uh, Jamie. I know you're a big fan of the Marvel video games. Uh, what did you think of this uh, trailer? I, w- I was interested to see that they're like just throwing Miles Morales just like right into the middle of a Peter Parker storyline instead of having him be like, like I, I know they like teased it in the trailer for me three, but it's interesting that it seems like he's going to be tightly woven into the story. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm excited to play it. I just give me that game now, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because um, you know in the comics and most of the adaptations of the Miles Morales character, he normally comes after Spider-Man. So it's sort of you don't really have them around at the same time. I wonder if it's also going to be a case of, you know, maybe this will add some kind of co-op component if you're playing, yeah, <clears throat> you know, Miles and Peter Parker. So I, I was kind of you know wondering how that's all going to fit in, but. Uh, yeah, no, you know, we got a lot of look at the Negative Man and uh, Wilson Fisk and Norman Osborn, who all seem pretty prominent players in this. So it's interesting to see how they're all going to play out. But uh, I don't know. I'm, kind of, I'm really excited for this, actually. I, like, the more I watch that trailer, I'm just like, okay, I'm I'm pretty on board with this. Um, sure. And what about you, Casey? Are you, think, are you excited for this? Uh, I mean... Yeah, I guess. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll wait till you guys play it and see what you have to say, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Not, not a huge, sorry, Jamie, I'm not a huge Spider-Man fan, so, yeah. but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what the games have to say. Also, it appears like Mary Jane will be a playable character in this for some reason, which is kind of like, that's mm. kind of strange, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just like, okay, that's probably not the one character I would have thought of that I wanted to play as, but uh, I guess, yeah, I guess that that's a thing. So, um, but yeah, uh, we still don't have a release date for that, which is really kind of like, what are you guys doing? Like, they say it's coming twenty eighteen, and I have a feeling it's going to be spring twenty eighteen, but they they still just keep sitting on that release date. So, when do you guys think it's going to come out? 
Yeah, I had thought when they showed it at E3 that they said early 2018, but then this trailer, I just saw 2018, so now I don't know. Uh, I, I'm hoping it's spring. That's my hope. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Also, too, they haven't uh, mentioned anything about alternative costumes, which really bugs me, because I'm like, that's that's something I need in I know. every superhero <laughs> game. Like, where's what, can I get put on Black Suit Spider-Man after I beat the game the first time? You know, like, how, how will this work? So... But, uh, yeah, that looks good. Uh, Dennis, I know you're not a PS4 owner, but uh, did you watch the trailer by any chance? No, I have no feeling towards this one way or the other. (laughs) (laughs) So it's already Game of the Year, 2018. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Star Wars Battlefront 2, we got some more uh, footage from that. Obviously, that game's pretty much right around the the release window anyways, but... um, Got some more from that. Also, we got uh, news on that that uh, the loot box system has been changed based on the, I guess you could say, very angry response from the beta. So, uh, yeah, they've made changes to that to make sure that you know it's a little more balanced and fair. So, that's good. And that game's looking beautiful. I'm I just want to play it right now. Like that's all. I, that's all I can say about it right now. Really. Um, <laughs> any other thoughts on uh, Battlefront Two from you guys? I'm just waiting. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, and then we got a new Planet of the Apes game. So this got leaked a while, like, uh, you know, I think like around a week ago or so. But uh, yeah, though, uh, a new Planet of the Apes game got uh, showed off. Uh, what do you guys uh, make of this? I think it could be cool. I, I know I watched a little bit of it. I don't know what the gameplay is at all. I've only seen like the cinematic stuff. Um but yeah, like I like that Planet of the Apes universe that they've been doing with the, the last couple movies, so uh, I'm excited to try it out. And I think they said it's like reasonably priced too; it's gonna be like twenty bucks or something like that. So um, yeah, all they've said is that it's a narrative-driven adventure game. So I kind of wonder if it'll be like almost Telltale style, where you can oh make yeah, decisions and stuff, which I guess would make sense with the twenty-dollar price tag too. Um, but I mean. I, I I love that new universe too, and I'm kind of just like you know what I'll I'll take any chance I can get to you know kind of see those characters you know a little more fleshed out. So we'll see. Um, yeah. They haven't announced an exact release date uh, yet, but they did say it's going to arrive this fall. So I imagine it'll be out you know probably in the next month or two at the very least. I think I saw it's like a November date actually. Um, yeah. So it was like something where it was like soon uh, when I was looking it up earlier, but I can't remember what the date was. Yeah, I've seen some people be like, "Oh man, they just announced it; and it's coming out like in a couple of weeks." That doesn't look good. Like, <laughs> eh. I mean, depending on the type of game that they're making and how much they work they put into it, it could be good. Uh, obviously, we'll have to wait and see, but I don't know. I, I'm excited because, like I said, uh, the Apes franchise is just awesome. Yeah, and apparently you'll both be, you'll be able to play as both apes and humans, which is pretty cool. So, kind of get that mm. duality mm. there. Um, uh, kind of leaving the uh, Paris Games Week news. Peter Combofiend Roses uh, has left Capcom. You you might know him. He was uh, sort of like a competitive uh, Street Fighter player for many years. And then he joined Capcom and was a producer on Street Fighter V and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Uh, and, I, you know, I kind of wonder, those games really did underperform. 
I, mm-hmm. I kind of wonder if his departure is kind of them being like, yeah, we gave you these two franchises and they really didn't sell all that well uh, because, yeah, he, he's no longer with them. You know, and he, he seemed like a really nice guy. He seemed like he was really, you know, engaging with fans and stuff, but at the same time, too, you know, those games just did not sell, did not land with the audience probably the way that Capcom wanted it to. So, uh, yeah, if you guys uh, played in either of those games... Uh, I've definitely played Street Fighter V, and man, that game had a bumpy launch, which is when I was playing it. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it, hopefully it wasn't, you know, uh, Combo Fiend's fault that it had a, a rough yeah. launch. But, I, I mean, it, it, there's definitely other problems that, you know, were there with the online and some other things that I'm sure he had no control over. So Yeah. Um, it's hard to know you know if he's really at fault for it but i mean or if even that could be it maybe there's something else but i just kind of you know i'm just kind of putting two and two together but right i could be totally wrong too um yeah uh last bit of news this week rocksteady reportedly working on a superman game there's been rumors about this for what feels like forever yeah um, but it's apparently going to be announced next week uh via a game informer cover this comes from 4chan, which is kind of spotty. I mean, 4chan, literally anybody can go and post <laughs> things. So, um, this could be, take this with a grain of salt, but uh, I don't know. What, what do you guys make of this? Do you think there's uh, any chance we'll see a, a Superman game next week? If it's true, I'm so stoked. Uh, I would like to get a Superman game that is not crap. Uh, because the only one I can remember playing is Superman 64, and man, that game is not good. <laughs> That'll just be the marketing for this game. It'll be like, it's not Superman 64. Yes, that's the tag. <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, my only concern about a Superman game is, like, he is such an overpowered character. Like, he has powers that could, like, you know, pretty much decimate most people. So, like, how do you balance that in a video game and make that a challenge for people so he's not just, you know going into an area and just using heat vision on everyone in that area and melting them to a crisp so right i don't know how they're going to do that that's that's only my real concern at this point is how are they going to balance all of his powers but i'm sure there will be a way maybe people have like kryptonite armor or something like that Mm -hmm. uh, yeah Uh, what about you casey would you play a superman game yeah yeah i'd try it (laughs) i guess i guess if it's yeah, I don't know. Maybe. It depends. Yeah. Depends on the game. Yeah. What but, about you, Dennis? Um... Mm, well, first of all, who is this 4chan? No, I'm kidding. Um, so <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so the, the, the whole idea of, like, superhero video games, to me, I... Like, I... It's, it's like the Spider-Man. I, I don't feel particularly, you know, one way or the other about these. But I think... Most games like these, I tend to wait until people give reviews, and then if it's actually really good, then I might try it. But yeah. like the only ever superhero game I played, I think, is like um, Arkham Asylum, okay. and it was alright. But I don't know, maybe it's just not my thing. <laughs> yeah, no, and I get that. It's like I think a lot of times when people are kind of you know talking about these games it's like you have to have some sort of knowledge about the franchise beforehand otherwise it's kind of just a lot of it's going to be lost on you right yeah exactly yeah all right so that's it for news uh let's get on to what we've been playing um 
let's start with you, Dennis. What have you been playing these days? Uh, I've been pretty busy, so I haven't really played a lot of games, and it's been on and off. But the uh, the game that I did finish that I started a while back is Titan Souls. After 530 deaths, I finally <laughs> defeated all 19 bosses. Nice. Pretty good game. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's not much to say about it except, like, if... You like it, you like it. It's one of, I don't know if it's going to be like a game that I would even recommend to people because unless like I know they're really into this like hardcore boss rush type deal. Yeah. But it's not bad. It's not a bad game for what it is. Um, hard. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely hard. <laughs> not, a, not a relaxing game for sure. Yeah. A few of the nights that I would play it, I was like just before bed and I would... I would refuse to go to bed until I defeated that one boss. <laughs> that kept me up for a bit. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing with those yeah. kind of games, though, right? Like, you always feel motivation to just get past that one other boss, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's hard. Um, the other thing for relaxation, I play my American Truck Simulator again. This time I wanted to try out the... Uh, the new double trailer system they added, so you can now haul basically, you know, two trailers behind you. So wanted to see if that was any different. It really wasn't, um, <laughs> except for like you don't need to park it and back up into like a specific spot because, like, from what I tried, it's impossible. Um, so yeah, that's that. The uh, the the main game that I've been playing recently is Raged. I don't know if you guys know about this one. It's a really old first-person story-driven game. The uh, ID game from from like two thousand seven or eight or whatever it yeah. was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's old. Uh, at the time, I think it was like known for having really good graphics or something, and it looks okay. It still holds up. I just don't like the art style very much. And uh, the story's kind of meh. Gameplay's all right, though. Pretty decent shooter. Um, very uh, Borderlands and uh, Mad Max-type feel. You know, post-apocalyptic. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got cars with guns on them, and then you can shoot people because they're mutated and you don't feel bad. Things like that. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, that game, I remember when it came out, like, was such uh, a hyped game, and I feel like it, it there's no way yeah. it could realistically live up to the hype, but uh, I don't know if it was okay. It's just, yeah, it wasn't really as great as, I think, the marketing material and all the previews were hyping it up to be. Yeah, I remember it was very hyped up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was uh, Faster Than Light. I finally tried it after... It was sitting in my Steam library forever. Um, nice. I played through the tutorial. I think I played through one game. It's it's different from what I've usually played. So I, I don't know how I feel about this game. I think I have to play more. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I don't think I'm very good at it. So <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're good at it, you're going to have a lot more fun with it. But Yeah. The thing, too, with that game, because I got really into that game for like years i keep going back to it sometimes it's like there are different ships in that game and so sometimes you, it comes down to you unlocking ships that maybe fit your play style a bit more because there's going to be ones that play a little bit differently so if there's one you don't like 
you know, it's usually just a case of it's just not your play style, but you can find one that is, which I always kind of thought was cool. But yeah, mechanics-wise, it's like a little bit of a trip to get everything kind of figured out. Yeah, uh, I'll play it a little more. We'll see how I feel about it. Maybe I'll talk about it next time. There we go. Last thing is, uh, this isn't really like a game. Well, it is, but it's not. It's not a game that like you own. Like full disclosure, uh, this is uh, a friend of a friend's thing. He basically uh, has this little. Um, well, it's called Mirage VR, and it's basically VR, but it's not just VR. It's like hyper reality. So, essentially, uh-huh. he has this like giant room where four people can go in and they're like we wear um vr headsets and we all each wear like a pc on our back one of those backpack computers that are connected and then like it's all wireless so you can walk around and then we played this game that they made in-house um where you know there's four different classes we each play a different type person like a mage or an archer or something i played the archer and then it was pretty fun uh because they actually have like motion tracking set up so you don't play with controllers like you just use your body your body's the controller unless you're playing a class that holds something like if you're a warrior you're holding a sword type deal so that was an archer i was holding this quote-unquote bow so but it was really fun it was uh it was like full body gaming experience you like you're wearing your vr headset you look around you you can see your teammates in the game um, you can look down and see your own body, your own avatar. Um, yeah, it was a pretty neat experience. It was really my first uh, VR experience, so I had a lot of fun. This is um, this is near where I live, which is in like Ontario, Canada. So I would I would recommend people going. It's a pretty neat experience. Yeah, it's pretty cool, cool that you have like the motion tracking and all that stuff too, right? It kind of gives you more. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not just like standing there with two controllers in your hand. That's awesome. <laughs> cool. That's Anything it. else? Oh, there we go. Uh, what about you, uh, Casey? What have you been playing these days? Uh, okay, so I played Bloodborne for a little bit, and then Mario came out. Um, <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I haven't been playing anything else other than that. So... Yeah, I know you, uh, Curtis and Jamie, you are also playing Mario, right? But, um, yeah, I really like this game. It's a lot of fun. So I've been spending way too many hours on it. Um, Yeah, I don't even really know where to begin. I I guess, like, I think it's really cool that you can become the, like, the enemy. Mm -hmm. Like, when I played the first level, like, the dinosaur level, and I became the T-Rex. I, that was really cool. <laughs> um, like everything, everything gets like a mustache and everything kind of like looks like Mario. Yeah. And like the first time when you like jump in the frog and it does that like crazy psychedelic, like tie dye swirl thing, you end up inside the frog's body. I had no idea what was going on. So, um, but yeah, I, it's really cool so far. I'm really excited to keep playing it, but. I feel like this episode is going to be us talking a lot about that game. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> That's awesome. And there's so many, like, hidden 
because I'm trying to collect like all the purple coins in each level and I feel like I I try so hard to find them and then when I get to the end it's like you're still missing 50 like there's so many hidden things in the game that I spend like hours on like one level and just I feel like I am still missing so much but Mm -hmm. it's amazing too because like I'm not really into, like, the whole outfit or, you know, customizing characters a lot in video games. Like, sometimes I get yeah. into it. Sometimes it just goes right over my head. I am so obsessed with dressing up Mario in the most ridiculous it's outfit. It's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> when he puts on his little poncho and then he goes into that, that like, extra room in the sand level and he plays, the like, the mariachi guitar. Yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious. I found out that like when you collect those little lunar moon things you unlock more so I've become kind of obsessed with trying to collect those uh, just to get more outfits because that's really all I I care about at this point is just getting those outfits Um, yeah no totally (laughs) but yeah no it's great um, we should probably stay semi on track because otherwise it's just going to be us rambling about <laughs> for like another hour. Um, what about you, uh, Jamie? What have you been playing? So obviously I've been playing Mario. Uh, I actually finished it. Um, okay. I didn't didn't 100% finish it, but I finished like the main storyline. Um, you finished it already? I finished it on Sunday, like the third day it came oh. out. Uh, <laughs> I played I played an embarrassing amount of Mario over the last weekend. Uh, so yeah, I finished it, and I still have like hundreds and hundreds of moons to find to to hundred percent it. So I'm I'm picking away at them. I think I'm at like three hundred and ninety now. So, um, but yeah, I I mean obviously I like it a lot, and I'm going to play the ever living crap out of it until I get every single one of those moons. Um, but yeah no it's great um so yeah played mario quite a bit and then i also found some time to finish evil within 2 uh, which i talked about last time uh the game ended up you know playing out uh pretty well like the storyline was was interesting the whole time and gameplay stayed pretty good so uh it it ended up being pretty pretty good game when it was all done um and then uh, I actually, the same day Mario came out, uh, Wolfenstein 2 came out, and uh, I didn't end up picking it up the first day because I was just, I knew I wasn't going to play it because Mario uh, obviously was going to take precedent. Uh, so I started Wolfenstein like middle of the week uh, this past week, and I've played through maybe a couple levels so far. Um, if you're a fan of like the first one, it's more of the same, but it's improved. Um so they, they added a lot more perks that you can earn in the game by doing different things. Like So if you shoot a bunch of people in the head, uh, you'll get a specific perk that helps your, your you know, aiming or something like that. And if you, if you uh, do a bunch of stealth kills, you'll get a perk that helps you move faster when you're crouched and stuff like that. So um, it's cool so far. Like I haven't really gotten too far into the storyline. I'm playing it on, on the hardest difficulty that's available uh, so I'm taking it really slow uh, because you die like if you get hit once on that difficulty. Um, so I'm just trying to like not die. <laughs> uh, it, it's very difficult. Um, but yeah, so I'm picking away at Wolfenstein. Uh, I'll, I'll know more about it probably by the next time we do a show. And uh, I'll be able to talk about it a little bit more. But so far I like it a lot. Uh, it looks great. And uh, lastly, I played a little bit of uh, Dead by Daylight. Um, so Sony, Sony had a sale uh, on PSN for like Halloween, 
and uh, I've been waiting for that or Friday the 13th to be on sale so I could pick them up and Dead by Daylight was like 10 bucks off or something like that so I grabbed it and also because they had the Freddy Krueger stuff I was interested to pick it up and hopefully they'll add that in there soon on PS4 Um, but yeah like so far I've I've only played a couple matches uh, and I haven't tried being the killer yet so I've only done like the survivor side of it um yeah i like it so far like it's it's uh it's hard like (laughs) i haven't played with anyone else yet like i have a couple friends that also picked it up and i've been waiting to like hook up with them to play it uh so so far i've just been kind of playing without voice chat like with random people and it's difficult when you're not telling people where you are and talking and communicating i guess uh so uh, but it's cool so far it's just it's hard not to die (laughs) Um, yeah, that's all I've been playing. Nice. I feel like with that game, it's interesting because, like, you can basically say, oh, I want to be a survivor or I want to be a killer, and they'll pretty much just give you that. Friday is always, like, it leaves it a chance that you might be Jason, but that game mm-hmm. is, like, if you want to be the survivor, you can be the survivor, which I guess is cool. Yeah. Um, how do you find, like, the whole, like, hook mechanic of getting hooked up and, you know, basically... So, so the first time I played it, I had no idea what the hell was going on. Like, I've, I've watched a couple of videos and had a very vague idea. Like, I know you have to turn on generators and those open gates and then you can escape. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I didn't really understand, like, once you get hooked, like, you just kind of have to wait there uh, until someone can get you off. But they... Because they show this like button on the screen that like a prompt that says like if you press r1 or something you can struggle or try to remove like try to get off the hook uh so i was like oh okay i'll do that i didn't realize that it also like decreases the amount of time that you have to wait for someone to rescue you by like a lot if you fail and the chance of like success is like four percent or something like that i was reading so the first time i did i did it like three times in a row and i died and i was like what happened like i don't know what i was doing so yeah I probably should have watched more of the little tutorial uh, things that they had in the game before I started playing. So after I failed miserably the first time, I did, and I did a little better the second time. But yeah, that game's fun. I kind of prefer Friday a little bit more, but that game's a lot of fun too. Um, that's awesome. I mean, it's a it's fun to have those kind of like asymmetrical multiplayer games. Yeah. Um, because that leaves me. Um, I'll leave Mario till last. Uh, I've been still been playing the Fractured Butthole. Um, <laughs> great title. Um, <laughs> Every time. title is never gonna get old. So, <laughs> um, that game still just cracks me up. Uh, but I don't know. It, it's a game that like I'll play for maybe like fifteen twenty minutes spurts, and then I'll just put it away or play something else. So. Um, I feel like it's going to take me a while to beat, but I mean, that's not a bad thing, I guess. It's just, I'm not, I'm taking my time with it, just appreciating the humor and just kind of exploring the world, seeing what I can find. Um, Hearthstone, I still play that. I managed to get the other day a gold Death Knight uh, legendary card, and that just made my day. Um, so I've been playing games with that deck that I created and just like watching people just like, I play that card and they're like, oh, well, I'm just going to quit now because he's got a gold <laughs> death knight. I have no, no, no hope. Uh, so that's been, that's been fun. Uh, Friday the 13th, they actually added quite a bit of content for that game over the Halloween, uh, period there. They added, um, two new counselors, uh, a very stoner-ish looking dude. 
uh, named Mitch, and then uh, an actual, well, actually, Mitch was from uh, one of the movies, and then Fox, who's like a biker chick, and she's from uh, a movie as well. So I've uh, been playing that with the new characters they added, and that was pretty fun. Uh, just, you know, playing with some friends and stuff, and I find that now the game's a lot more balanced. It's not as broken as it used to be. still has some bugs, and I feel like the game will probably never be perfect, but at this point, it's like, pretty pretty okay at this point in terms of quality i don't you know i'm haven't had too many issues with it so i've been playing that quite a bit lately with friends and then yeah mario is pretty much the main jam right now it's just so much fun i mean when i found out that the mario 64 outfit was available i just lost my shit i was like okay because <laughs> it's great like you look literally just like mario 64 um it, it's it's really deep there's a lot going on in that game but it's it never isn't fun like right i'm just having so much fun just throwing my cap onto things and be like okay let's see what this thing does when i take it over because you know it would be one thing if you take over an enemy and it just you basically gameplay remains the same as it would with mario but like every time you do it there's something different that these things do you know maybe they you know jump high up into the air or it's a tank and you sh can shoot out bullets and stuff like there's always something different that these things do and part of the fun i've been having is just taking over the different enemies to see what they do um mm -hmm. it's just mm -hmm. been a lot of fun i mean it's been a case where like on my lunch breaks i just bring out my switch and i'm like all right i'm just gonna play this in a corner no one bothers me <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah no it's a lot of fun um yeah, it's it's really good. I I would definitely recommend it. I mean, it's probably my favorite Switch game. I did like Breath of the Wild, but I find like I just like this so much more. So, um, yeah, that's it for what we've been playing. Uh, let's move on to emails. We have a few emails this week. Uh, first is from Hector. Nerds, what are your guilty pleasure games and or shows? Hmm. Good, good question. Truck Simulator. Yeah. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> um, you know, I'll say Friday the 13th. I mean, I know it's not a good game, but I enjoy it. So it's something that I can just go to anytime, hop into a match with some friends and play. And it's like, people aren't going to yell at me or, you know, be jerks. It's just generally a very positive, fun experience. But yeah, it's not a good game. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I'd say, like, Roundabout. I think I talked about that the first first podcast that we did, yeah. or that I did, where you drive, like, a limo and it spins in circles. Same thing. It's, like, not it's not a great game, and the game, like, the cutscenes are just super awkward, but it's still really fun. Yeah. I, I honestly can't think of a guilty pleasure game right now like i don't know like any game that i'm embarrassed that i play like <laughs> off the top of my head at least um usually like my guilty pleasure games are like the the ps plus games that i only play to get trophies uh would be oh. probably my guilty pleasure yeah. yeah yeah like the ones where they're just like you can tell it's just shovel where they put out yeah like, mm. exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right uh next up from jason Nerds, what's your least favorite video game console you've ever owned? It can be for any reason. Love the show. Thanks, Jason. Mine's the Sega Game Gear. I hated that thing. It, the batteries on it lasted, like, probably... Like, you would put batteries into it, it would last, like, 30 minutes, and then the batteries would just die. 
It was the one. The screen was so small. Oh. Like. <laughs> oh yeah, but it was like the same thing was like at the same time you're like, oh, I'm playing Sonic on a handheld. Like this. And it's amazing. in color. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was just yeah. uh, I think it like, you know, we went on a trip when I was young and I had my Game Gear and we were putting batteries in and then finally the batteries ran out on it and like this was still like day one of the trip and i just got so mad with it i just threw it in the trash and never told my parents like i was that and like you know you're a kid you love video games and i'm like don't care i'm throwing this thing in the trash i'm so mad with it (laughs) so i don't have like a least favorite console like that's like extra bad or anything like so i have two answers here like one would be the dreamcast just because it wasn't supported long enough and it's not any fault of the dreamcast that, that happened i guess really it's just uh you know there weren't not it wasn't around long enough for me to really uh love it as much as i should yeah. uh and then the other one would be the current xbox the xbox one just yeah. because i feel like they don't put enough games on it that aren't already on playstation so i don't i don't really play it as much as i should yeah uh. yeah i was gonna say that too because i have like an older xbox and like it's not necessarily my least favorite i just out of all the consoles we have i don't play that one the most i just kind of forget sometimes that i even have one <laughs> which is which isn't necessarily the xbox's fault but yeah i don't yeah well, also, too, like, almost every Xbox One exclusive you can also get for PC, too, so. Yeah. I mean, like, I was like, oh, I really want to get Cuphead. I'll just get it on PC. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about you, Dennis? What's uh, your least favorite game console you've ever owned? Mm, I was kind of a late starter in terms of games i think the first console i owned was a ps3 and i can't say i don't like it it was really good i guess i owned a psp so i guess that leaves that that's the only one (laughs) i don't think there was just any games that i enjoyed on it i think and i haven't played a lot of games on the psp when i had it i think i played like ace combat or something like that but I like I was so excited to get this thing and I was like, you know, in like middle school or something. So this was like I don't know, but it turned out to be just pretty much a big letdown. Mostly cuz like being a kid I didn't have money to buy games and I'd like I'm not really the type of person to ask my parents to give me allowance for games. So I just, I played the one game that I got the thing with which was that, I think it was Ace Combat, I don't know, it was one of those, like, jet fighter games. Got bored of it, like, almost immediately. And then I just spent the entire rest of the time period that I had the PSP playing demos of other games. <laughs> yeah, so, now that I think about it, I don't know why I got that thing. <laughs> it was a really bad move on my part. Yeah. That's funny. I mean, the That's thing it. is, too, you know... Uh, the PSP was really, I think when most people think about it fondly, it's because they use it as like an emulator machine, basically. You know, mm. load, load up uh, Nintendo games on it and stuff. <laughs> Alright. Uh, next is from Louie. Uh, Nerds, what's a show like South Park that you'd like to see get a killer video game? Hmm. So... I would like 
a another Simpsons game that is not whatever the the last one that came out was like the Simpsons game on for the EA made it was like 2007 it was good enough um I would like to see them make a more accurate Simpsons experience I guess uh they haven't made one of those games in forever they just do Simpsons tapped out which is not good (laughs) no um I would really like just randomly a King of the Hill video game. I don't know what the game is. <laughs> like, maybe it's just an adventure game. Like, honestly, even with South Park, it's like, they're just, you know, whatever little adventure games that you go around with RPG combat. Do the same thing with King of the Hill. There you go. I would buy that in a heartbeat. Or you Actually, I have another answer. Play. I have another answer. I thought of it now. <laughs> uh, uh, Venture Brothers. I want a Venture Brothers game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Plays Brock Sampson. There we go. (laughs) Have you guys ever, um, have you watched One Punch Man? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't really know how it would work. You could obviously couldn't (laughs) play as him, but like you could play as like the different hero classes, like hero class C or something, and then like work your way up to class S. But I think, I think that would be really funny because some of those heroes are like super ridiculous. Like I would like to play as like, Bicycle Man or something. The bike guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh god. Yeah, I'm just imagining like every punch would be like a 30 minute long QTE sequence. <laughs> oh, god. I feel like the another obvious answer is like Rick and Morty. I mean, we've had yeah, video games, but we haven't had like the video game that's like, oh, this is definitely like the Rick and Morty game you need to play. All right, I'm gonna vouch for Mike Tyson mysteries. Have you guys watched that show before? <laughs> oh yes, it's hilarious. I would love to play like a detective mystery game that is based on that. I would. Oh play that. man, That's that would be so amazing. Uh, I just remember when someone's like, Mike Tyson is in a cartoon show now, and I was like, No, he's not. He's like, Yeah, with Norm Macdonald and Jim Rash, and I'm like. No, I don't believe this at all. And then sure enough, watch it. I'm like, yeah, this is pretty amazing. It's amazing. It's like my favorite okay. animated show. I didn't know that this existed. <laughs> okay, that looks ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you like Rick and Morty, I think you'll like it. It's, I don't know if it's, like, even as weird as Rick and Morty, but it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that, man. That's great. Great. It's just like the fact that it's Mike Tyson to of all people. Like, yeah, you know, there's people with more pop cultural relevant to you know things than Mike Tyson, but they just went with him. And I'm like, you know what? I can get behind this. Uh, but yeah, no, it's great. Um, Kyle says, "Nerds, which is your favorite video game controller of this generation?" Uh, Steam controller. I mean, I feel like the PS4 is probably, like, a solid choice. It's pretty yeah. cool. So, my, the only thing I don't like about the... I wish I could have, like, the PS4's design with the Xbox's battery life because I feel like the PS4 battery life is just not there for me. I hate it. I hate yeah. that I have to constantly be plugging that thing in when I'm playing games for a couple hours, so... But, yeah, yeah. PS4, I guess. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I think the Switch controllers are kind of cool because especially, like, playing Mario, there's, like, certain things that you can... Because I was playing it on the Pro Controller, but mm-hmm. there's, like, certain things you can do if you play with, like, the Joy-Cons disconnected. 
just by themselves. The motion controls, yeah. Yeah, like I think that's kind of cool. There's like different levels to the controller, but yeah, um, yeah, the PS4 controller is nice too. But mine, I feel like mine is constantly dead. Yeah, (laughs) I I was actually gonna say actually the Switch Pro Pro, uh, controller is actually pretty good too. I like that one, but uh, I feel like still I would go with the PS4. Just like design but i have to agree that yeah the battery life on those things are just atrocious like it almost just gets to the point sometimes where i just keep it plugged in because i'm like if i unplug this i'm just gonna have to plug it back in later anyway so yeah which is kind of sad but i have one of those uh rechargeable battery packs that you can you know carry around i just keep it on my couch so i don't have to like reach a cord across the tv (laughs) um oh that's a good idea Yeah. yeah that makes a lot of sense um yeah so yeah have you guys never used sorry go ahead no no go ahead oh i was gonna say like because it doesn't seem like any of you guys tried the steam controller yet is that is that true that is correct i've heard it's really cool like the the haptic stuff on it it's supposed to be really awesome yeah i got it when it launched because i was so excited for it and i i I really do love the thing. Um, the thing is, like, it's not, you know, a traditional controller, um, and it's super customizable. So it's got like a learning curve. Like people who are used to regular controllers um, just aren't used to the Steam controllers layout, and it takes some time to adjust. But it's it's one of those things that once you like get it, once it clicks for you, and you figure out like how to use all of the different customizations to you know set up for your game or if you're lazy you can use some someone else's configurations for the game and then maybe tweak it to fit you it's it's actually super rewarding like i think most of the reason that i like playing truck simulator is because i spent so long tweaking the controller to fit how to play that game perfectly (laughs) but it, it's it's a great controller, and I, I know like it's not very popular. Most people won't even try it, and then the people who tried it won't give it enough time. But I I know like there's a whole community out there that I'm totally part of. You would like stand by this controller no matter what, because it's it's actually really good. It just takes time. I mean, I just want the version of the Steam controller with Gabe Newell's face all over it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just buy some decals. Yeah. Stick it on. I, I keep seeing that, like, just that image popping up all over the internet of, like, the the Steam controller which just gave Newell's face all over the controller. And I'm like, <laughs> that's the one I want. <laughs> I think the only thing about that one, because I have tried it, that I just can't get into is, like, the, like, um, joystick, basically, like, numb things they have there. I just, I don't know. I just can't get into it. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely takes some getting used to. And it's not for everybody, no. but... That's like every controller. But I feel like it's a cool idea what they were doing with it. It's just, it's it's not necessarily something that, like I muscle memory just can't kick in when I'm doing that, and I just like I feel so confused. But yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah. Um, all right. Next up is Cassandra. Nerds, is there a movie or TV franchise you'd love to see get a fighting game like DBC, Marvel, or DC? <laughs> Um, yeah, they haven't had one since that PlayStation 1 game. That was terrible. Just... It was not good. <laughs> but, like, I feel like there's good potential for a Star Wars fighting game. You know, with the Force powers and the lightsabers and stuff. Yeah. Some, some cool stuff with that. 
Um, I want a a horror uh, fighting game, kind of like like. I feel like Mortal Kombat's had enough horror characters in their games. They're like halfway there. Like, just put all the horror characters in one game and have them fight. Like, yeah. Pinhead and Chucky and Ash from Evil Dead. Just let's do it. <laughs> and just no hits would land on Chucky because of his size. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'd be like uh, the surf bot from Marvel vs. Capcom, where he's just too short. <laughs> uh, anything else you guys can think of? I don't know. I, don't, I was going to say Game of Thrones, but I just looked it up and there's already a game. <laughs> but I haven't played, have you played that? Uh, oh, yeah, I guess not. I don't know if it's a fighting game or not. No, but... The Game of Thrones game, I think, is a telltale story game. Oh, cool. So it's a fighting I, now game. that you mentioned it, yeah, I, I, I can do a Game of Thrones game fighting of Thrones game. Yeah. Fighting game. Yeah. I'd love to play as Cersei, just poison everything or something. I, <laughs> I wonder how that would work. Yeah. Or you just play as Littlefinger, just talk your way out of everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I see that somebody, like, drew up sort of, like, this art of a 2D uh, Game of Thrones fighting game, but it's not real. But looking at it, it makes me want it to be real. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what about you, Dennis? What would you like to see? Yeah, I'm just going to say Game of Thrones. I have no idea. I don't really... Yeah, I can't think of anything. Oh, oh, hey, actually, One Punch Man. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that would work. Yeah. Yeah. Play as the bicycle guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final email is, what's your favorite game of the year so far? Chris. Uh, so up until last Friday, uh I probably would say Zelda and now I have a little bit of a harder time picking between Zelda and Mario. So it's one of those, but I don't know which one just yet. I yeah, I'm exactly the same, Jamie. <laughs> I was like, I like both of them a lot. But I don't know if I like Mario just because it's like still new and like exciting, and like after mm-hmm. I played as many hours as I played Zelda, I felt still right. like Zelda. More. <clears throat> yeah, for me, it's probably gonna be Friday the Thirteenth. Like, it's not a technically great game, but just like the amount of fun that I have playing that game, uh, just all the content they put out for it. Just like I've been playing it pretty consistently throughout the year, and just playing it, it's just been a lot of fun and. Yeah, like even playing Mario, like Mario and Zelda are both fun, great games. But like, I don't, I haven't played Zelda nearly as much as I have Friday, and I think it's just because like mm-hmm. Friday, I just have more fun playing. But like, I also recognize that they're great games too. But it's just like, I don't know, it's just this weird thing with me. I just keep going back to Friday. It's it's strange. I don't even know how to explain it myself, really. <laughs> what about you, Dennis? My vote is for Divinity Original Sin 2. Nice. Worth staying up all night to play for. <laughs> that should be their slogan. That's great. All right. Uh, that's our episode. If you uh, like this, rate and review us on iTunes, uh, Google Play, all that fun stuff. Uh, you can also give us feedback or send us an email at 3 podcast at gmail.com. Use 3 Gamers in the subject line. Uh, we'll read your 
email out on the air like we did these fine folks, so be sure to send in your email. And with that, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye-bye.